In the 19th episode of The Deming Lens, we look at point four of Dr. Deming's 14 points in the practice of awarding business on the basis of price tag alone. Let's continue our series with Dr. Deming's 14 points with point number four. Here's Dr. Deming. Fourth point is end the practice of awarding, of awarding business on the basis of price tag alone. Instead, minimize total cost in the long run. That means one has to predict the cost of use of any product or service. The concept of not awarding business on the basis of price tag alone on the surface appears non-controversial. However, when you dig a little bit deeper into what the Dr. Deming was talking about, you find that it gets a little more difficult to apply in organizations, and especially in the United States, for two reasons. One is this whole concept of competition and in short-term thinking around getting the lowest price for something, very short-term in nature. Uh, the other philosophy that seems to ride around in the U.S. is this concept of not putting your eggs in one basket. And if you dig deeper into point number four, you'll discover that he's talking about reducing costs through one supplier. When I was in my 20s, I worked for an industrial distributor. And after I finished my MBA program and had gone to Dr. Deming's four-day seminar, I ran across this point number four and it really struck me, especially since one of the areas in which I was managing was purchasing. And what was difficult about moving to one supplier was more the people and what their thinking was. Because I had already run into problems with having, let's say, multiple vendors that were using cutting tools. We probably had I'm going to say 50 plus vendors for cutting tools and it might have been closer to a hundred but what would happen was either a customer would call or somebody would be out of stock or a salesperson had just been in to our industrial distribution company and so an inside salesperson or an outside salesperson would, would want to order something from this company. And the problem always was that I saw that they didn't necessarily see is a lot of these companies had minimums. So in other words, you had to buy at least $50, which this would have been back in the 80s. So uh, a $50 minimum would, would obviously be probably closer to $150 or $200 in today's money. You had to meet a minimum. And usually when they were buying a some type of cutting tool, the cost of one or two of them might even be a couple bucks. 
And so it was difficult to get to the minimum. So I started placing the burden back on the salespeople to get to the minimum because these orders would sit out there for literally maybe when I first took over purchasing, I saw things from four years ago and it would just sit there waiting to hit the minimum. And it just didn't seem to make much sense. Somebody had to review it every time. So I kind of saw some of the costs associated with having multiple vendors. In fact, it probably took about six months to, to just get it to under 20 different vendors that we would order from. However, a lesson that I learned while removing some vendors was the emotional attachment to people in the sales areas and even customers that maybe liked a particular vendor or a salesperson or whatever, which made it very difficult to eliminate it down to one vendor. Plus, I wasn't as versed as I am today in Dr. Deming's philosophy. So what did I learn? I learned after working with Dr. Deming's philosophy for a while that when you're talking about costs, you're talking about total costs. Um, some might even say they're life cycle costs. So you can purchase something very cheaply, but if you have to maintain it, then it can become quite expensive over the life of that particular product or even service. If we look at a used car with 100,000 miles on it, then you're probably, not always, but probably going to wind up spending more on maintenance for a car that has 100,000 miles on it versus one that's new. Now, variation associated with that and who the maker is and the quality of the original car make a difference. Regardless, we want to be able to look at total cost of ownership of a particular car during the time that we have it and potentially what the resale value would be. The other concept using a single supplier, I've seen this and play out in many companies. Ford went through a whole program to work with more closely with vendors and, and certainly narrow down the number of vendors that they have. One of the examples within the Deming community is Bama companies. And I've had Paula Marshall on before the podcast talking about some of the things she did in working with Dr. Deming. And Bama companies makes the apple pies for McDonald's, among other things. But McDonald's sole sources those apple pies through Bama companies. So they saw the value and the reason that Paula was sent to Dr. Deming's four-day seminar in the first place was they wanted a good supplier and they weren't being that at the time. And if you ever get a chance, listen to Paula's story because she is probably the closest thing to a large company uh, using the Deming philosophy, as you'll find within the Deming community. You know, Dr. Deming wrote in Out of the Crisis that there was his own, I'm going to call it a prescription for choosing a supplier. And he 
laid out kind of three criteria from from out of the crisis, which was familiarity with the 14 points. Um, there weren't too many of those back in the 1980s when I was going through. We were all just becoming uh, knowledgeable about Dr. Deming and the work that he had done in Japan. But the other two criteria, he said, that you would look for in choosing a single supplier we would be there the supplier's budget expense for research and development and also their past record for development of product and that could be new products and it could also be developing the existing product to make it better and having that mindset was set you up for a good partnership with a single supplier I also would like to give a shout out to Phil Monroe, who was a captain in the U.S. Navy. And and he was meeting with Dr. Deming, where Dr. Deming and Phil Monroe's in the room. And, you know, Phil Monroe, I won't, probably won't get this completely straight, but said something to the effect of, you know, it's difficult to do some of the things that you're talking about, Dr. Deming. And one of the things they have trouble with is we're mandated, you know, by the government basically to buy the lowest price. And Dr. Deming basically said, well, good, because the lowest price is going to be the lowest total price. And that gave Phil Monroe a pause, (laughs) to say the least. You can listen to Phil Monroe and his podcast uh, interview that I did with him talk about that that interaction. So to summarize point four, in the practice of awarding business on the basis of price tag alone, we're talking about looking at the life cycle of costs, the end-to-end costs of any decision that's made and not just looking at what the lowest price is, as often you might see in government. Um, And then the second thing to summarize would be that to get there, to help get you there, is the working with one supplier, which in partnership to reduce costs together, as opposed to having multiple multiple suppliers that can be costly not only to maintain from my distribution example, but also it kind of feeds into that um, certainly a U.S. mindset of competition and being afraid of putting your eggs all in one basket, which are really myths. And many uh, people in the Deming community that use Dr. Deming's thinking know the advantages of using a single supplier. Thank you for listening to the Deming Institute podcast. You can help increase our reach by subscribing to our podcast on iTunes or go to our website, podcast.deming.org, to subscribe. Also, rating us on iTunes helps rank us so others can find our podcast.